What I'm saying now is a continuation of talk that I began at the Hare Krishna Youth Center, which is in another part of the Twin Cities. I spoke this morning, and we just finished there and came here. So I think many of the attendees here were also there. But anyway, if you if you're at all familiar with the ethos <coughs> and activities and personality of Rakhisiddhanta Sarasvatthaka, then you can pick up anywhere. Uh, at that time. In Bengal, Vaishnavas were considered among the worst people in human society, hardly above the criminal class. Everything in those days was caste lines in Hindu society and in Muslim society. Um, so just a class of criminals so criminals they were also mostly by caste if you're born in a farmer's family you become a farmer if you're born in a potter's family you become a potter if you're born in a priest family you become a priest if you're the son of a criminal you become a criminal see I want to tug Uh, so similarly, the Vaishnavas had become considered a caste bhushta. Caste means jati. Uh, who, uh, many of them, they were, they were born out of the illicit connections between so-called Vairagis, Vaishnavas and their so-called Sevadasis. These Sevadasis were mostly uh, widows, those who were pre-menopausal, especially, they could have children, or uh, women who had been rejected from respectable society because of illicit sexual connections. That could happen. They have illicit sexual connection and then they're thrown out of the house and they can't go to their lover's house. So they know where to go and they go and join an ashram and become where do they go? They join some women's ashram or they go they know they went to the women's ashram. But they would take shelter in the ashram the Akra was called, of the Vaishnavas, renounced Vaishnavas, who required some such women to perform their parody of Rasalila. And the children that were born out of such illicit connections, uh, they were known as Bhushta, which is a 
corruption at the time. Vaishnava. In Bengali, Vaishnava is pronounced Vaishnava, so that we can Vaishnava. So it was uh, what was going on in the name of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's cult was the worst. And what was considered the best, highest class at that time due to the British influence was to, in Bengali society, was to be British educated, English speaking, with European tastes in, in uh, literature, religion in many cases, dress style, and so on. So Bhakti Siddhanta Sarathakura had been raised in the family of Bhakti uh, Thakur himself was enigmatic in the sense of being uh, British educated, having a uh, high position government service, is respected for his good character, and at the same time he was a Vaishnava. Bhaktis Dhamsaisra Thakur took this enigma for, for the sake of preaching. Enigma means um, something like Vidha. Two, you got the different facets of the phenomenon which don't seem to fit together very well. Opposing uh, symptoms, contradictory symptoms within one person. Such a person is called an enigma. <coughs> So, uh, Bhakti Siddhanta Sarthakura took this further for the sake of preaching Krishna consciousness. He renounced the world formally as a sannyasi. He was, yeah, I was, oh, I got lost in the morning. I was speaking about how he was, he was in the service, he was paid by the, uh, Maharaja Tripura, but he left that service due to uh, not wanting to associate with it. After he read everything in the Maharaja's library, that was of interest to him, so that he became uh, literally, almost literally, a walking encyclopedia. Um, due to the politics in the office, there, he exposed corruption. This way to save Maharaja Tripura thousands of rupees. In those days, rupee, one rupee was valuable. And that was divided into annas, uh, um, So the, the Maharaja Tripura, he resigned because he didn't, he didn't want to continue with this. The Maharaja Tripura was so satisfied with the service that he'd done that he gave him a, a lifetime full payment pension. And though he was still a young man, he 
It saved him so much money that he was so impressed. He was, he was, uh, the, the two jobs he had to do, one was some official work and another thing he was supposed to prepare a uh, biographical account of the history of the kings of Tripura. So for which he had access to the library and so on. But he left that uh, and then he uh, started the school Jyotish. Uh, but gradually he withdrew from all these things and um, Bhakti Nautapo had gone to live in Puri, living just like a Vairagi. The Vairagi would live in one place, generally in Navadvip, Dham. At that time, Mayapur was not known. Oh, actually, Bhakti Nautapo had yet He discovered the, the actual birthplace, but still it wasn't so very long. And, um, Mostly in Vrindavan, Navadi Dham, and not so much in Puri, but still some Vaishnavas. I have said Bhaktivinoda Thakur, he would also mix with people like Shishi Kumar, Kumar Gosha, and also with this Radharaman Charandas Bhamaji, who was another who, from an educated background, who had. Um, you see, Bhaktivinoda Thakur wasn't the only person from a, he wasn't the only Bengali from a British educated background who wanted to promote the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's cult and culture is very respectable. There was Shishri Kumar Ghosh was a, a prominent person and also Radharaman Charandas Babaji was from a respectable background and he gathered, he was a Vairagi Renunciant, but he gathered around him uh, young men to be brahmacharis, I don't know if call them, but they would also become bhairagis, and many educated people, married people also became his disciples. So Bhaktivinoda Thakur had a, a loose alliance with all these people because he wanted to uplift the name of Vaishnavism from the gutter in which these false Vairagis had pulled it into. Um, but at the same time he had philosophical differences with Radharaman Chandas Paraji, who is the founder of the Nitai Gorvate Shamari made this chanting which Bhaktino Tapo was opposed to. There were serious problems with him because he introduced this chanting. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had introduced the chanting of the Hare Krishna mantra. But this Radha mantra said, no. That Hare Krishna mantra is only to be chanted silently because it's a it's a Shruti mantra. It's from the Upanishads, Kali Santana of Upanishad. So it should only be shouldn't be chanted among everybody. However, Chaitanya well, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is recorded in Chaitanya Bhagavata saying, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, 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 Hare Hare, Prabhu, Bole, 
had stated that Shaivism and Vaishnavism is no difference, we should all come together. And uh, my comment on because I was I was saying how actually these the Chinajiya Swami Bhai's promotion of Vaishnavism among especially among the Telugu people has saved many of them from the uh, tendency to worship this Patapurti Saibhav. Shirdi Saibhava. So I said, well, that's what we, but then you pointed out, well, we said this, which isn't philosophically correct. There is a difference between Vaishnavism and Shaivism. Although Bhakti Sansar said, we don't subscribe to this dispute. Um, but practically nowadays, that the point is that for centuries there was there was uh, so much rivalry between Vaishnavas and Shaivas. Vishnu is Vishnu is supreme. No, Shiva is supreme. Severe difference. Madhvacharya he made some. Well, I think that may not be so much in Karnataka because of the influence of Madhvacharya. In Tamil Nadu, the uh, the Ayenda Vaishnav Brahmins, they had a rule: you should never go in a temple of Shiva, even if you are in the forest and and the tiger is chasing you, and you come across a Shiva temple, you don't go in there even to save your life. Better to get eaten by the by the uh, tiger. So, that's what we call fanatical nowadays. If you're eating rice and you, you come across a stone, you say, good, that's one more thing you're destroyed. <laughs> so, uh, such a... such a mood. But that's all become... And then among the... Uh, among the Sri Vaishnavas, Varigalai, Tendalai, court cases, this. Uh, so, among the uh, traditionally religious disputes were major disputes. In North India, the Vaishnav Shaiva thing was, uh, to a large extent, uh, pacified by Tulsidas, with his Ramacharya monks. And in Bengal, that there was the divide between Vaishnavas and Shaktas. It's a very severe rivalry was going on. But that became uh, the, the two became harmonized in Ram Krishna's Jatamatatva. He was a worshipper of Kali, who also worshipped Chaitanya. So. It's all the same, but Pakistan says we're talking. No, it's not all the same. Everything is not all the same. Absolute is sentient, thou hast proved. Impersonal calamity, thou hast removed. The idea that ultimately everything is all the same is the philosophy of impersonalism, which is also a subject of great contention. 
between the followers of Shankaracharya and the, and the followers of the Vaishnava Acharyas, especially uh, Ramanuja Acharya, and even more so Madhvacharya. There was some famous debate, it was between Akaya Dikshita and some Madhva. And the, the referee was uh, Sri Vaishnava, as you were considered to be in between. And later, Vishishtaka. <clears throat> so uh, this uh, religious issue, there the are issues that people get excited about. The so-called Indian mutiny came about because it was rumored, or actually it was so, that the, uh, the sepoys, that means the ordinary soldiers, no days before the Javanas, in their guns, because they, they, there was some system, they had to take the bullets out of a canister, and they were lubricated, for doing, they had to do it with their teeth, and pull it out, and they were lubricated, it was rumored, it was with uh, animal fat, and it was rumored that among the Muslim sepoys that they'd used pig fat, and among the Hindus that they'd used beef fat. So that was at least the immediate cause of the uh, uprising, which the British called a mutiny. Uh, so religious issues were very big, and whenever Hindus and Muslims didn't like each other, uh, they might throw a pig into the mosque, or a killed pig into the mosque, or killed live or dead, killed cow into the uh, temple, and that was guaranteed then, okay, it's time for trouble. Even recently in the cinema thing. When I went there a few years ago, I was told just a lot of upset because some cows were killed in the streets. So religious issues were very big, and although um, there is a there is this fear just uh, everyone should live in peace and tolerate everyone, but respect others' opinions. But the point is that people. They, they took religious issues very seriously, whether for right or for wrong, or the right way or the wrong way, or whatever. But religious issues were very big issues. And this, yeah, in Bengal, this Ramakrishna had made this, uh, promoted this idea. Well, actually, he wasn't an outgoing preacher. But people came to him. Uh, and his teachings have become widespread. Uh, we should all live peacefully, it doesn't matter what religion you follow, respect all different opinions, but what is done such a couple wasn't like that. He wanted to establish that there, there is right and there is wrong, and it's not just a matter of opinion. But you know, Tapo. He promoted the idea that uh, also that well, we should respect different religious paths. There's one song of his, and also in Chaitanya Shikamrita, 
he wrote that well, when we see different people worshipping in the church at the mosque, we should see them worshipping the same God. Don't be inimical to them. But at the same time in Chaitanya Shakamrata he wrote that although we should see others are worshipping God in a different way, same God, but at the same time if there's anything which is actually wrong in their teaching, whether it's in someone else's system of religion or this system of religion that we ourselves are following, then we should not just accept that. Blindly, we should stand against it. We should stand for the truth. So, Bhaktisiddhanta Sarathakar, his whole strategy was to present the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, which means Krishna, to everyone, but to do so requires to remove the untruths and misconceptions which are prevalent in society. And because there had been no forceful preachers of the truth, so many untruths were prevalent in society. Yeah, but you know, Taka, he was friends with others, but this Tatsasrataka, he took a different strategy. He took sannyas. And uh, with the respect that comes and is offered to a sannyasi by some people, not by everyone. It's not that everyone respects sannyasis, even in traditional Indian culture. The uh, the Nimamsakas, they think that seeing a sannyasi, even to see a sannyasi, Kalam they think even to see a sannyasi is most inauspicious. You know that? In your culture? Smarter culture? The idea is that sannyasis, they're, they're not, they're near Agni, they gave up all their duties, they should follow, they should be Grihastas, follow their duties in Grihastha life. So they're going against the Vedic way, according to the nonsense. It's not everyone who, who uh, accepts that. Shankara, Shankara Acharya went to Mahishmati to the house of London and Mishra. Uh, they didn't want to let him in. I thought it was a oh, very bad thing happened today. A sannyasi came to our most people would think a very good thing of a sannyasi, you know, they were very bad things. It's a symbol of a dharma. But generally some respect is there, and the Ramakrishna mission, which was not founded by Ramakrishna, but by Vivekananda, had established sannyasis who were respected as being religious people. Uh, so the Gloria Bhatt, in some ways, which was founded by Bhaktisthansasura Temple, was uh, in some ways following the exoteric aspect, in the kind of language that Bhaktisthansasura used, of the Ramakrishna mission, which had marks, uh, sannyasis, 
well organized, centrally organized. So in many ways, up with those Vaishnav children. Bad. They become bad. They're very bad. So Bhaktisya Sajra Thakur wanted to show that the teachings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Rupa Raghunatha that is the topmost, that is the highest. People think the British, what they are teaching is Bible is the highest. So the, the smarter Brahmanas, they may say our recitation of the Vedas is the highest. So he wanted to show this is most respectable, and he wanted to establish the truth of the teachings of Rupa Raghunath. There had been no such preacher and teacher widely teaching. The truths of Gauravani, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teachings. At the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, there was Nityananda Prabhu. He widely spread questions. But mostly in a manner for, for simple people. The, the thing is that, uh, oh, we have to get into all historical social analysis here because the the, the, the Shastric and philosophical teachings, mostly when on the, among Brahmins, people of Brahmin background, there was, there was uh, the Brahmins in Bengal who were Vaishnavas, who were not smartest or Shaktas. They were uh, Nityananda Vamsha. Or Advaita Vamsha. These are the two prominent schools. Nityananda Vamsha they gave initiation to anyone who came along. And Advaita Vamsha they like to initiate Brahmins or people of higher caste. Now among these Advaita Vamsha, Nityananda Vamsha Goswamis uh, were many who were deeply learned and wrote books. There was also in Orissa and in Medipur district, which is now divided into East and West, but what is part of West Bengal previous traditionally is considered part of Udkal or Orissa. So in, in Medipur district and Udkal, Orissa, 
the Vaishnav influence was going on under the Shamananda Sambhada, among whom the Goswamis, they were very uh, learned also. Uh, but the, this learning didn't reach the common people. For the common people, there was uh, Chaitanya Bhagavat, Narottam Das's songs and the songs of many Vaishnava Padakartas are those who composed various songs in Bengali. But uh, systematic education in Vaishnavism wasn't there among the common people. Uh, the, the deep education was there for a few and very little for others. Although many Vaishnavas they would know, and then the Jagat Vaishnavas here, I'm distinguishing from the lowest class, there may be others who are not so bad, but they would do Kirtan, and many people would know many verses from Chaitanya Charitamrita, Chaitanya Bhagavad, but there was no proper systematic training in that, and uh, as Bhaktisthan Sajatapa noted, Vaishnavism was going on in Bengal, even the best manifestations of it were going on according to caste lines, which was strangling it, because the, the whole caste system was beginning to break down with the influence of the British, British education, or uh, so many factors. Education, traditional education in India was in Shastra, mostly for the um, Brahmins, and then others, the Kayastas would also have some education in administration, either state administration or business administration. It would help the, uh, the Vaishas, the Guptas, and others. Uh, but then the British came along and they introduced British education without considering caste or any such thing. It was mostly boys from boys, not girls, mostly boys from uh, Kayasta background, some from Brahmin background, Kshatriya classes, very strong or very Kshatriya like in Bengal. Uh, so with the British education and then urbanization, the, the whole caste system was beginning to break down, but the same complaint against the Brahmins uh, as all over India that they were just living parasitically taking, especially the gurus, they would take from their followers all facilities and give them only blessings in return but nothing tangible. They're supposed to give teaching to teach. Uh, but they were giving no teaching. So uh, one upshot of this was that uh, in Bengal, uh, of course there are many, many factors involved, but there was uh, a lot of conversion to uh, Islam, not to Christianity, interesting. Islam, and there was also um, many what but you know, Thakur, quoting one respected Babaji, Tota Babaji of Navadhi, what they called Abhasambhadas, 
the people who would claim in some respect or fully to follow Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but they rejected the monopoly on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's cult that was claimed by the Advaita Vamsa, Nityananda Vamsa, and then there's also the Narottam Pariva, the Dada Pariva, and so on. Different traditional orthodox lines of Vaishnavas, whose there were certain families that claimed a monopoly on initiation and teaching and all these things. Uh, I'm saying that among the other sampradayas, which were also the uh, Jarko Sai, so that's not exactly a correct statement to say that they all came out in in opposition to the Jarko Sai, so the tradition. I don't know. I don't know how much all of you follow all of this, but. I hope someone follows something on that. Um, but others they came, especially the Karta Bhajas, were a sect in Bengal at that time, who were very small now, but they were very prominent at that time. And uh, they didn't actually speak much about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu at all. Um, but they, they mostly came out of the lower classes, and when we say low, that means lower, even namashura, lower than shura. Uh, and they, uh, they spoke about the, uh, the, the how the uh, Vaishnavas, it's a corrupt company, they used Business language, exactly why I don't know why I haven't that much. So, uh, and it was this business language that Bhaktivino Thakur, all Bhaktivino Thakur, when he talked about the Nam Hatta, this whole concept was actually taken that there's the there's the uh, the vendors, the, the sellers, and there there are the purchasers, there are the goods. There is the method of payment. So the sellers, they are the preaching Vaishnavas. The buyers are people in general. The goods is the, the holy name in the Dhammata. The method or the, the uh, medium of purchase instead of money, it's Shraddha. So, so you, and then, uh, Vatira Thakur presented himself as a sweeper in the Namahata, and in some places he uh, pronounced himself as a dalal, a, a broker. And he's introducing people, and you also, when you get love of Krishna, you have to give some to me, as my payment also. So this language was all adopted from the Karta Bhajas, who they, they were they, using the language of the company, where the company is, was a common term in Bengali at the time, meaning the East India Company. So, I often say that this book is just a little introduction, but actually, there's so much more, so much more to get into it. I don't think anyone's fully researched all these things. I'm just talking in a general way now. Uh, so, the, the Karta Bhajas, they were, they, they rose up, they, they say, in our, in our company, there are, 
we don't sell adulterated goods. Because that's also a common sense. I don't know so much now, but oh, definitely, if you buy ghee, kachami, in the market, that means not in a, not in a can coming from Amul or in uh, Tamil Nadu, they have Aroka, Delhi, and I don't know what it is here. Um, okay, that's supposed to be fairly trustworthy. But if you buy it loose in the bazaar, you can be sure it's not pure beef. It's going to be mixed with, at best, vegetable fats and quite possibly beef tallows. And uh, maybe some, some uh, motor vehicle lubricant or whatever. Because it has the same... It's, uh, the car lubricant has the same texture as ghee. So it's, and uh, so they say we don't sell adulterated goods. Because you say they're saying that the the Vaishnavas they're selling adulterated goods. So there was so much, all these movements came up uh, as protest against the monopoly on Vaishnavism that was claimed by the Kasko Swamis. On the one side there was the monopoly, on the other side uh, that was considered orthodox Vaishnavism, on the other side there were all these Prakritas or Hajiyas who were influenced by bowels. It was a complete mess, or a zoo, as Prithupadu would say. It was just a complete mess. Even if someone wanted to be a Vaishnava, they were really serious. I, I, I really want to be a Vaishnava and surrender to, to even the idea of surrender to Krishna. Would be, they, they, even if someone had that inclination, they're almost certain to be misled by all kinds of bogus gurus and different groups and different ways. So Bhaktis Dhamsasas Thakur stood up with his sannyas danda and said, this is the way to follow Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. All that is bogus. He stood up to uh, show that all these things are bogus. Reality distinguished from illusion for the welfare of all and also to give people a path that not only to point out what is the correct path to follow, which Bhakti Nautama had done to some extent, and it set up the Nauhata, but to, to give a process that people can follow. We say, well, the process is already there. Hare Nama, Hare Nama, Hare Nama, Eva Kevalam. Everyone knew that. Chanting the holy names of Krishna. But how one can actually practice Krishna Bhakti in the world without being misled. If you don't want to be misled, then you have to follow according to Bhakti Siddhanta. What is the what is correct means to show what is incorrect. All the wrong ideas that different people have. So many, even those who in many ways may seem to be very good, like Adharma Charanda's knowledge may seem to be very good. He uh, brought many young people from respectable families, he himself uh, he was not a fish eater, which was considered just out of Bengali life. Vaishnava, non-Vaishnava, everyone eats fish. It's, it's 
don't don't bother with us. It's just like you the, the trees they give fruits and you just pick them so the Ganga has fish and you just take them out and it's given by God and that's it, we just take them out. Uh, so he wasn't a fish eater which was pretty good. Uh, and uh, he was not a lecher Not the Abhichari. Um, but there was, there was this Nidai Gaurati something, don't chant Hare Krishna loudly in Kirtan, which is the main thing for purification for the whole world is the chanting of the Hare Krishna mantra. So, yeah, so this was the kind of, I was saying, the religious issues were big issues. So, this was the kind of issue he took up and he, he himself and his followers would have to meet people and again and again and again describe these things. Why this why this you, this mantra which Radharma Chan said he got in a dream, Nitai Gora, Raja Hare Krishna, Raja Nitai Gora Nisham So um what's you can't just say I got it in a dream. Otherwise anyone can say so people would would come to him time and again, and again and again, himself and his followers who he trained to preach would have to address the same misconceptions. Therefore, Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasvatthama gave much importance to writing books, and actually he emphasized on magazines, which would take up all these points and present them systematically in written form, so that it's there for those, for the preachers who want to imbibe this knowledge so that they can, and, and the counter-arguments to all the wrong ideas. Uh, and for people themselves, the, 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 the people in general, who may be confused, well, well what's wrong with this Nidai organization? What's wrong with this and what's wrong with that? And systematically, what's wrong with the Goranagari uh, Bhagavad there are also respectable gentlemen of Bhadradok of Calcutta who uh, followed this Gauradagri Bhagavad it, it was a very big thing at the time. The idea that just as uh, Krishna he enjoyed his Rajavaranaga, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, he's the, he's the uh, playboy of Vrindavan He enjoys the gopis of Vrindavan. He's the supreme enjoyer. So the same thing that uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he is, uh, they don't worship him as sannyasi, they worship him in the householder. He is Nadia Nagari. He enjoys the young women of Nadia. Nadia is the old name for Navadi, what is now called At that time, when Chaitanya Mahavas would be at the, the town, which is now Navadi town, that area is called Kulia, and uh, uh, Nadia, now that's called Navadi, although actually Navadi is a broader area. Anyway, that's 
So there, there, there were these issues which he wrote, wrote it and put it in writing. And particularly this Gloria magazine, particularly this, all the different arguments, what is right and what is wrong. And there's so many wrong things in the world. People are misled by what is right and what is wrong. We can't even begin to properly advance in spiritual life unless we know what is right and what is wrong. Or even among the things that are right, what is best. So this knowledge is required, especially in this age of confusion. In this age of confusion, Krishna is Dharma Bhagate Dharma Jnana Vibhisa Kalo Nashtra in this age of Kali, Krishna, who is the very person of Dharma and Jnana, he left this world, he went to his own place, but he remained in the form of Srimad Bhagavatam, which gives light in this dark age. But that very Bhagavatam had been taken by people and to project darkness by misrepresenting so on the basis of Bhagavatam, which begins with the proposition, Vedyam Vasa Vastu, Shivadam Tathatrayam Nuladam, this Srimad Bhagavatam is the essence of the, of the, it's the essence of the Vedas, of all knowledge. This is it. It is, it uproots the threefold miseries. It is the, uh, distinguishes Reality from illusion for the welfare of all. So taking up that spirit, what this is He spoke at length. Generally he either speaking informally to people in his room, he would often in various places, he would meet with educated people or speaking to his disciples or whoever else would come in the mountain. Minimum he would speak to others at a session. Often three hours, four hours, five hours, six hours. Nowadays people won't stay. Or even if they say they can't hear because the attention span very short, especially watching television, actually decreases one's ability to concentrate on any subject. Because the, the screen is also, I've seen on the advertisement, they'll show one image, then another completely different image. Within one minute, there may be 30 or 40 different things or flashing onto the screen. So people, they're not used to putting their attention into any topic. And you really have to put your attention in it to understand anything at all, because his way of speaking is such that if you, the, the uh, transpositions of the lectures, which are there in Bengali, you really, you, you can't uh, multitask when you're reading it. You have to put your full attention in to understand it. And even many, actually most educated Bengalis can't understand it, you need to take some take some time to understand what it means, his method of presentation. 
So uh, he spoke in, in, in a very high-blown scholarly style, but spoke and wrote. But in and many of his uh, the the very important essays in the Gorya magazine, which established so many principles, they were either directly written by him or taken from specific lectures of his, or given by his disciples on the basis of his teaching. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it was, it was in a, a difficult style, but in an actual precise style. So precise that no one can reinterpret. Just don't leave on the Better not to leave. But even his own disciples would find it difficult to understand what he said. Even our own Srila Prabhupada, he said, I used to listen to him. I didn't understand what he said, but I would listen. And Bhakti Sansas really appreciate it. standard uh, in the mud when Sridhar Maharaj was present, so he also had a very scholarly background. He was Brahmin by birth. So at, at that time, Brahmin by birth meant, in most cases, that you attended Pakshala, which means you were trained in Sanskrit and studying at least one Veda. So he had the background of, of being able to understand even the language, even the language, mostly. People, ordinary Bengalis, couldn't understand because he used many Sanskrit terms, Shastra terms. So often after the lectures, the devotees would go to Sridhar Maharaj and say, uh, can you tell us what he said? And he'd explain it in more simple language. Hmm. Anyway, such, such a personality was in this world. Even up to less than 80 years ago, still did. So, you all take that spirit. You can't be like him. It's not possible to be exactly like him. But that same spirit of intensity in Krishna consciousness. I must be whatever. I must be Krishna conscious. Of course, not everyone can be a sannyasi like him and be fully engaged without any other diversion. But he expected his married disciples also just to do minimally what they required to, for maintaining their household affairs and the rest of the time devotional service. He didn't think it was alright just to be a, be a householder, chant a little Hare Krishna at home, come sometimes, put a few rupees in the box, say Hare Bowl and go. He expected dedication to, be, to serve the mission to work hard for the mission. That was his stand. If they live close to the mat, they must come daily to the mat and engage in this hearing and chanting and services. That was required. 
Hare Krishna, uh, having spoken about the six hour lectures, you might have thought, oh no, uh, we're going to have to sit here for another five hours, so I'll spare you from that. Uh, not that I can even speak But, uh, yeah, we can go on. I have to cut up for some various bodily reasons. So, 12 o'clock is supposed to be the Vishpanjali. Uh, so, in the meantime, you can write a chant. Relevant kirtans, or if you want, you can read. Can read something from there? Choose something. I don't know if you have time to read that. Real, what is it? False and genuine, genuine and false God, Bhajan. Even if you start, it's, it's long, yeah. You get the general idea. That must be in volume three. Uh, or even if you can't finish, there's the uh, the Gloria Mat. What is that? Uh, is Gloria Mat the only way? That's short. But there's another one. What Gloria Mat stands for? Stands for. You know the one who says the Gloria Mat is not for. It's not meant to be like a mother or a father. Not meant for hospitals. What does the Gloria Mat do? You can read that, even the beginning, that gives you get an idea. Do you have a chant I'm referring to? I, 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 I used to know this book on the, on the computer version, which is inside out. Oh, what is the Gloria Mat? No, that's the short one. The Gloria Mat, its message and activities. This article was published in Back to God and changing Gloria Mat to the Krishna Consciousness Movement. For the Hare Krishna. Yeah, this is written in a very grand style. Thank you. 